Welcome to Artistic Beginnings. I'm Mitch. And I'm Melody. We're siblings who grew up working in the entertainment industry and were deeply impacted by the arts. I'm a professional actor, singer, and dancer working in Los Angeles and New York, still pursuing an artistic career. I, on the other hand, am no longer pursuing that career. I went on to become a researcher, though I'm still involved in the creative industry. Artistic Beginnings is all about the winding artistic paths that creatives follow in their lives. We share these inspirational stories with you so that you can learn and grow as a creative. So, let's get into it. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Uh, so that we're a few first... episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> to the New Year. <laughs> Only one or two, depending on what we release. This is our first recording of the New Year. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hope everyone had a safe New Year. Um, yeah. Hope that everyone's still doing well by the time that this is posting. Yes. 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 Um. Do you wanna do you wanna start? Yeah, let's <laughs> well, start. It's been a minute so we're, since we've it's done been this. a minute. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> bear with us as we get back into the routine. Into so the welcome back to artistic beginnings. Mm-hmm. To the artistic of beginnings, we start. So we're gonna start off with a new format. It's not really a new format. We're just being more organized uh, this year. Um, we're gonna start doing series of of special topics, like we did with colleges. At the end of the year, we're gonna just kind of bucket together a few topics. They'll be shorter episodes, but it'll be chucked full of our intelligence and sage advice. Yeah, sage advice. Very sagey. <laughs> sagey, sagey. <laughs> um, and we're gonna start off with consumption of the arts. Because it's a very hot topic in our family because our parents believe we consume too much entertainment. So we're going to be talking about consumption of the arts. We're going to talk a little bit about the negative impacts, when enough is enough, and and when it's positive, when it's the right thing to do. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because this is an artistic podcast. We're going to be doing it with the lens of the artiste and the professional creative uh, when is it good to be consuming it? What do you consume? That kind of stuff. I think that we've got good perspectives on this just because we are consumers ourselves and Melody is an artist and I have opinions. So <laughs> let's get into this episode real quick talking about what we've been consuming recently. Do you want me I'll, to go start. Okay, I'll start. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so we've been rewatching. Well, I've been watching for the first time Seinfeld. I might mm, have used nice. this in a previous one, but it's... Maybe. it's I think that was just like your favorite it. piece of art or whatever. Oh, yeah. My favorite piece of art. But I've been consuming that. We watch it like maybe an episode or two a night, just kind of as our, our mm-hmm. relaxation time thing. And I really like it. It's really revealing how poorly Seinfeld actually acts and he gets away mm-hmm. with it because he's funny. The episodes are very cleverly written and I think it's it's really uh, enjoyable to have the payoffs. Like they they do all this prep and they have all these storylines that seem so separated and then at the end they come together out mm-hmm. of nowhere and it's very entertaining. Yeah. Highly recommend if you haven't seen Seinfeld. I think it's also cool to just like go back and watch shows that were super duper mm-hmm. popular and see like what the acting style of that time was or whatever. It's very interesting, um, very different than today. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, we've been doing, we've been watching a lot since quarantine started. We kind of like, we've been going through a lot of TV shows that I just didn't have the time to watch or just didn't sit down and watch. Like we did Mad Men, we did Marvelous Miss Maisel. We went through Mm. a lot of TV shows that my parents have watched and they're like rewatching them with me. But another thing that we've been doing is I haven't seen a majority of like the top movies or like, you know, the Oscar winners or the AFI top 100 movies and also just movies when people are like you've never seen that um so we've been going through a lot of those yeah you're not gonna have to deal with those sassy people
people like, oh, you haven't seen The Princess Bride? Wow, Literally. we can't be friends. Exactly. Um, now you can be friends with everybody. But if you everybody. haven't seen The Princess Bride, I will not be your friend. Mowage, mowage. Mowage, But uh, so that's been kind of cool and interesting and kind of like going back and watching again like you were saying, older movies and seeing what the different acting styles and all that fun stuff is. Um, but we've also been adding in like, you know, newer shows like we just binged Bridgerton, which was really good. I saw or I didn't see mom saw that the I don't know if you've watched Bridgerton yet. It's good. Nope. It's the main guy in it who plays the Duke is now in talks to be the next James Bond, which I think is chef's kiss because he is so handsome and so perfect for that role wait who is this let me send you his i'll just send you his instagram mm-hmm. okay so why why isn't it idris alba though so here's the thing which i i was talking to mom about because i was like i i would love idris alba as well and here is and i agree with her statements of he is older so that's a way to go mm-hmm. for sure but the thing with this guy is he, idris alba isn't like this guy is very much like a ladies man and a player in a way like mm. he has that vibe a little bit like he could play that very well, which I think is a pretty quintessential part of James Bond is, you know, I mean, at least in the past, women have just kind of been props in those movies. Um, yeah. OK, I like this guy. He, he does have a, a, a younger look too. I guess Tom Hardy yeah. was in the running as well for a really time. interesting. You um, know who I would love to see? Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I think Jeremy Renner, he, he isn't already James Bond. Like, no. that, that's what Hawkeye is, right? Hawkeye, Hawkeye is just is James, James Bond. Bond. Uh, the, the, the new app, uh, the Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner James Bond app, uh, it's a collaboration. <laughs> and all you do is you're just looking at a scope and trying to find J- Jeremy Renner and you try and that's shoot him, but he shoots so you first. so fucking funny. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. It's just, just, all it is, it's a black screen with a circle that you drag around. (laughs) It's Jeremy Renner's voiceover. And it's $20 every time you try to take a shot. And he's got a bow and arrow and he catches you. He's like, gotcha. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that your British accent? Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm glad that we went off on that tangent. Um, So Uh, let's rain it back in did you share all you wanted to share in terms of yeah i mean just from? you know I, we've been watching a lot and i've also just been i've been re-watching a lot of shows that were just like comfort shows awesome. you know like community such a good show mm-hmm. so i think that let's let's talk about then the core of this episode is basically understanding the the line between too much entertainment and uh watching enough for both purposes of developing yourself as a creative in an Mm -hmm. artistic way. And then also relaxation, like entertainment is supposed to bring you into a world that is is supposed to give you comfort or give you emotion or teach you something, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think is definitely important given the pandemic and giving people the space to explore other people's lives and Mm -hmm. uh, kind of escape the unfortunate reality of a lot of people's situations. I don't mean to say that entertainment is meant to like solve these issues or uh, is is needed for that but I think that it is definitely a great escape if you need it mm-hmm. um, but let's let's go ahead and get into it what uh, in your opinion is the line that you shouldn't cross in terms of watching too much hmm. or consuming too much because I guess very... books are also yeah. entertainment I mean here's the thing when it comes to consuming the arts especially if you are I mean it's just depending on what 
I'm going to just speak from an actor's point of view because, you know, consuming the arts is reading, is going to museums, is, you know, listening to music. But especially when you're talking about like film and TV, anybody who's in the arts, whether it's in that in that realm, whether it's directors or casting directors or actors, I think it's super important to know what is currently on TV, what the acting styles are of each show, because, you know, when you get a guest starring role for, say, Bridgerton, and you've never seen an episode of Bridgerton, that's going to be a disservice to you. I think, I don't know, I cross that line a lot because I just enjoy consuming the arts. (laughs) So I just watch a lot of things that are not helpful at all, like, you know, early 2000 shows that have no relevance (laughs) anymore. I think it's, I think... The line is probably different for everybody, honestly, because there are some people who can watch one episode of a show and immediately understand the tone, immediately understand everything. And there are other people who it takes a couple episodes, you know, and it also depends on like, I remember I had an audition for Shameless and I watched a couple episodes in the first couple seasons and then a couple episodes Hmm. of the latest seasons because it's a stark difference most of the time, just because as I mean, it's that show's been on, it's in like season 10 now, I think it's been going on for a really long time. So like the whole show itself evolves, but it's good to know where it came from, you know, like the journey that it took there. Same with like Modern Family, you know, all kinds of shows like that. Um, But I think, you know, it is our job, so you should be aware, but definitely be careful of doing what I do, which is just watching everything and be like, no, no, it's research, it's research, which again, it is important to know. Using that kind of as a crutch, right? Yeah, as a crutch or an excuse. Like it is important to know Yes, this is, you know, like watching community, I could totally be like, well, this is, you know, an interesting acting style because a lot of times in breakdowns, it'll be like, like Annie from community, which is a character in community. So Mm -hmm. if you don't know that show, you know, so it's and it's also the game of like knowing those old movies. A lot of people use those as references. A lot of Mm -hmm. people still use really popular like pop culture stuff as references in breakdowns or just in conversation. So having that knowledge is important, but it's just finding that Again, I think it's different for everyone. It's just finding that line of like, when is too much? I don't know if I answered the question. I just gave more questions for other people to ask themselves, but... <laughs> no, that'll be helpful for them to make the decision for uh, yeah. their own circumstances. I think that from my perspective and kind of taking the point of view of an actor, and I, I may be a little bit off, but like, this is something more universal where if the reason why you're watching things in your mind is because it's going to be research for future roles, I think that it has to have a pure intention behind it and have mm-hmm. a, a reasoning uh, that is actually going to be beneficial and time boxed. So I've been reading Indistractable by Nir Ayel, and I love that book. I love his books. Uh, they're very interesting about uh, being hooked by technology and those kinds of things and becoming indistractable and, and taking control over your life. One of the tactics that I think is relevant for this kind of space is having an intention. So like setting a time in the day that you're going to do this certain task and you're going to have an outcome from it. So mm-hmm. when it comes to this, setting aside time to watch The Office or like a, a some kind of TV show, having a set designated time to be like, yes, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. And this is the outcome I'm hoping to get from it. So having that intention behind it is going to be important. How, yeah, totally. uh, what would you think of in terms of only looking at 
shows that are coming up? Like, do you need to be watching consistently so that when a, a breakdown comes through, you're prepared ahead of time? Or is there enough time to like wait until that description's coming out and say like, <laughs> oh, okay, they mentioned the, uh, what, what was the college thing again? Oh, community. Uh, community. Uh, yeah. They mentioned the community character. And then after, we're, after you read that, you're like, okay, I'll watch a few episodes of this, get a sense for whoever Peggy, I think you said it was. Annie. Um, Annie. <laughs> Peggy. <laughs> Peggy. It's and Allison, I'm um, Peggy. <laughs> and I'm and Peggy. That's a good question. I think, again, it comes down to actively slash passively watching. It's mm-hmm. And also with the business, everything moves so quickly that sometimes you have to do the self-tape that day so you may not have time to watch it. But if it is something, like if they are putting in you know, using the same example, Annie from Community, it's not hard to just look up a quick YouTube video and Mm -hmm. get a vibe or like, you know, look up a character description. Yeah, you don't need to watch the whole show. I think those are more important for like, I'm trying to think of what show might be. Like if there's a a specific storyline, like I did it with Shameless, like there was a character that was part of a big family that I did not, I was like, I've never seen Shameless. So I need to know, who this family is, why they are this way, you know, kind of getting those context clues. So it's more when it's specific like that, where it's something that you are continuing on in a story, it's going to be more beneficial for you to know what's already happened so that you can make right. informed decisions on that. Yeah. Um, and, so and I think that's a good yeah. starting point to, to think through. Yeah. And, and just to caveat all this again, just to like make sure people aren't super offended if they feel like they watch too much. Like you're probably not watching too much. And oh my God. I watch. We're just so talking much. about, we're talking about the intention behind it. If yeah. you're saying that this is like research, then this is the amount that you should probably be watching, but it doesn't mean that you can't be watching and consuming for other purposes yeah. too. Like here's just the thing. relaxing. That's whatever totally cool. you watch, whether it's passively or actively is going to be in your brain somewhere. So eventually it will be helpful to you in right. some way, shape or form, whether it's just like, Oh, this, character that I'm reading reminds me of a character in a show that I watched. Let me take some, you know, things from that, you know, so it all, it does work out, but just for people like me (laughs) who watch a lot and may not be as actively watching it, it is sometimes nice to take a little bit of stock and be like, okay, maybe instead of rewatching the same cartoon that you've watched seven times, why not try something new? And I know it's also Mm -hmm. like, sometimes you just need background noise or you just want to turn your brain off, which believe me I do that so it's just you know I think it's just helpful to figure out sometimes hey I'm just putting that nugget in your own brain of being like I'm gonna watch this for this purpose type thing understand your intention and I think as a closing thought if entertainment if consuming is causing distress in other areas of your life or it's taking away time from things that you should be doing that's probably the line at which you should say "Mm, I need to cut this out or like Mm -hmm limit this a little bit more in which case you can just add those uh yeah. limitations on your iphone that everyone has exactly now. yeah and like i said it's different for everybody some people can only function after they've watched you know an hour of television without feeling like their brain is fried other people can watch hours on end and be completely fine so it's it's all about your own brain and feelings and all that fun stuff yep 
well, uh, hopefully this was helpful for people that are consuming a lot of entertainment. And mm-hmm. obviously, podcasts are not included. You should just listen to them all day long, especially yep, ours. Just have you can them listen to them on repeat. Yeah, repeat, When you're not uh, on Spotify, when you're on Spotify and you're not listening to music and you don't want any sound, you can just mute the sound there and just play artistic beginnings in the background. Mm-hmm. Just make a playlist. Same effect. You'll learn so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so to close out, <laughs> subconscious. I, I think that we we kind of beat a dead horse to Ignazium yeah. here, but uh, we're going to continue the series with a little bit on consumption of social media and what you should be doing to put out uh, consumable entertainment Content, on social yeah. media. Yeah. So next episode uh, is actually going to be Melody explaining TikTok to me. So yeah, stick around. Uh, I'm going to be learning a lot. Yes. All right. Stay safe out there and uh, we love you. Goodbyes. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about the podcast, visit our website, www.artisticpodcast.com. If you liked the episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. It's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show. For updates on new episodes and content, you can follow us at The Artistic Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week. See ya.